Welcome to the 24th episode of the Creative Masterminds Podcast. Yeah, yeah. We are happy to be here with you guys another week, another podcast for sure. What it do? You know who you have in the house. <laughs> I almost messed up. You know who we got in the house. We got, uh, of course, me, Sean Breeze in the house. And you also got Cash Thrive. Cast thrive, 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 yeah. thrive, thriving What's and stuff. Um, and so for today's topic, uh, we are going to talk about being mindful of your disadvantages and also make well being mindful of your disadvantages and making your disadvantage an advantage. And then we're going to talk about the importance of time boxing things and just having hyper focus hours, minutes to really get things done and be more effective in your day to day. Life breaking it down, yeah. You know. But you already know how we do. We start with a week in review, we talk about the week and what we did for this past week. So, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and start off this time because I always defer the cast, but I'll start this time. Um, sure, for sure. So, what I what I've been working on, I've been working on, uh, of course, my project is done, it's done for sure. Um, I'm, I'm basically done mixing. I had like one last track to mix, I just need to mix it in the car to make sure that it sounds good in all areas. And so, um, once I get done with that, uh, last piece tonight, I'm going to the mastering phase. And I should be mastering it like for the next couple of days, and I believe it should be, um, or I will start uploading it like uh, I'll say Thursday or whatever. So, it'll probably be on like the digital streaming platforms. Like uh, maybe next week for sure, and so, oh. so yeah, it's called "We Are All Gods" Volume Two. It's a, just a second installment to like the the "We Are All Gods" uh, series, and uh, it's like one of my best works for sure uh, to date. I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited to show showcase the beats, and uh, I really feel like I have shown some some growth from my, my last project, which was put out like maybe two weeks ago, because uh, I actually took the time to make sure that. Look at different various tutorials, like learning learning to ha- how to properly mix um, and how to properly master things. Also, like learning things from different producers, like you know how they transition from like within their songs and just arrangements stuff like that. So basically, all these things that I learned in in a short amount of time between We Are All Gods Volume One and um, We Are We Are All Gods Volume Two, I, I applied that into this tape. And so um, I was just very excited to release it. I'm going to play some beats tonight. Um, we would go to this spot. Um, What's called the Green Elephant? Uh, yeah, it's gonna be there, and uh, it's the open mic. Open mic, Green so Elephant. Yep. I'm gonna play some beats. You know, try to see what what kind of reactions I get from the people, and uh, you know, and if it's good, it's good. If it's not, I'll just go back to the uh, drawing board and then learn what I can do to uh, make my stuff super fire. So you know, it's a, it's all a process. It's all fun and games. And I'm loving it. Um, what else, man? I just been like you know living life, man. Spending time with the family and everything, and. Uh, and having fun with that, and so uh, yeah, man, just just living life to the fullest, and uh, that's about it. Oh, I that say, first, wait, wait. I was gonna say that first, your first volume, that's out, right? So that's, yeah, it's, can, it's, it's on Spotify, it's on yeah, Tidal, it's on Apple Music. Out. Make sure you check it out. It's on uh, all the digital streaming platforms. So check it out for sure. Um, I'll say this one thing though, I did go see this movie called Mr. Uh, not Mr. Glass. It's called Glass, and so like it's this. Um, it's the third movie in this trilogy created by M. Night Shyamalan. I can't get his name. I'm, I, I apologize. My bad. But it's a, it's a, uh, I'm not sure if you've seen like the movie Unbreakable mm-hmm. with, uh, so it was like, you I know. I saw the first one, I think. So yeah. that's Unbreakable. And then they had a movie called Split with uh, James McAvoy and uh, where he had like the split personalities. And then they had Glass. And so anyway, 
Oh, uh, that the split was uh like the second part of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. So I like, didn't know that. split was like focused on like the I guess the villain um, who had the, the split personalities and you know everything. So yeah. Anyway, uh, I found the movie to be very good and uh, very inspirational. I pick up a lot of things. Um, now I can't remember the point, but one of the main things I got from uh, the movie is the fact that uh, uh, well, one interesting thing was the fact that I already, they all believed that they were superheroes, right? But the thing is, they went to this institution that was trying to make them not believe that they were superheroes, whatever, and try to really test their beliefs in, in, in their self and their abilities, whatever. But the main thing at the end of the day, uh, they stay strong with their belief. They stay strong with what they felt they were. And uh, they were able to show the world that they are superheroes. So that's one key thing to take away from that. Like, hey, man, people are going to doubt you regardless. And just stay focused and stay, tr- stay true to who you are. And you will show people for sure at the end of the day that you are a superhero and you can do anything. Anyway. And them institutions, they might try to make you, yeah. uh, you know, lesser than what you are. Too, exactly. You know? they, and they try to do that. You know what I'm saying? That's like a, a crazy, I appreciate sure people have seen the movie like, how the hell did he get that? From that crazy ass movie, but hey man, I, I can find lessons in anything. But I love the movie, great movie, uh, great acting by James uh, McAvoy, and uh, it's it's a fire movie. Go see it for sure. All right, that's oh, it. God. That's all I got. Uh, Cass, what did you do this past week? I am one year older. Oh uh, yeah, happy yesterday. birthday! Appreciate happy birthday. it, man. Uh, I don't want to put my age out there, but yeah. thirty six. Okay, uh, yeah, it's a good so. number. It's a good number. Hey, I'm happy. I'm happy to achieve it and get there. You know, some people, you know, didn't uh, make it to 30. So yeah, for sure, it's a blessing for sure. Um, Absolutely. So, just uh, spent time with the family, of course. Um, got back in the studio making some beats and stuff. Uh, yeah. Feel real good and uh, you know um, inspired and stuff, especially off that uh, middle child, J Cole. Yeah, uh, that was a dope track and uh, shook so, up the world. He yeah, dropped it. you know. And we share the same birthday, so that yeah. So I kind of uh, feel him or tap into him in a different way. <laughs> little man came in here. Go, on, that's hilarious. <laughs> you want you want a little spotlight, right? That's funny. <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> that's funny. You know, hey man, this is a family house, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, this is to be expected. It happens. Man, <laughs> yeah, you know. So you know uh, spending time with the kiddos, or, you for know, sure, you for know, sure, for sure, and all that and, uh, uh, DJing. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, man, that's you know, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Celebrate my birthday. Yeah. So yeah, man, that's that's pretty much it for me this week, man. That's cool, that's cool. Uh cool, cool, chill week. I'm glad that you know you were able to celebrate your birthday. I hope you had a good time and everything for your birthday. Did you go to Buffalo Definitely. Wild Wings or Yeah, last night we went to Buffalo Wild that's Wings, good, man. man. Uh yeah. Got full, came home and uh yeah, know, my, called it a night. For some reason my wife hates you know, hate on Buffalo Wild Wings. I think it's I think it's good in, yeah. in my opinion. I don't, I don't think Is it's it bad. the wings just period? Like she don't like wings? I guess like she I guess she, she don't really like their wings. Yeah. Uh you know, she has to be with their wings. She, I think she thinks Wingstop is like one of the better wings, like from the chains, you know, from the, <laughs> yeah. from the chain world or whatever. But theirs are a little bigger though. The uh, what the Buffalo style? Wild Wings, uh, Buffalo, yeah, they are, yeah, they are. But I mean, they, yeah, hey, yeah, Pluckers to used to have it, but uh, I heard Pluckers kind of fell off. So anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, back to the point. Food. I'm now I'm getting hungry and everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so back to the point. All right, let's go ahead and hop into the subject of talking about um, disadvantages and how you can turn your disadvantage into an advantage. And so. This topic was inspired from the story I heard while listening to an audio book by Damon Jones, the owner uh, or is he still the owner of FUBU? I guess he may have sold that, but, you know, he's on Shark Tank. That's, I think that's where most people know him from, mm-hmm. Damon Jones, but he used to be the owner uh, or at least co-owner of FUBU. And so 
in this book, Rise and Grind, um, he talked about this this kid or this person who had um, like no arms, no legs, and you know, of course, people will assume that it's a disadvantage that you have no arms, no legs, but he somehow turned that into an advantage for himself, and specifically, he um, he actually uh, uh, specifically on how he turned his disadvantage to an advantage. He uh, signed up to be a wrestler, you know, in the school. And so, of course, people would assume that he would be dominated, you know, with him not having limbs. But he was able actually to just, I guess, I'm not sure how he did it, but utilize whatever he had to actually just basically put give give that work to uh, opponents and really like dominate people in that in that sport field. And to the point where parents of the other team will actually cry foul that hey, you know, what he has is a disadvantage. Um, Oh, what what he has is like too much of an, an advantage, and so uh, that story really like resonated with me. Like, damn, like you know, it all depends on your perspective of like what's a disadvantage and what's an advantage. And thing is, the key thing is, I think in life is to um, take note of your disadvantages that you have, and then turn turn them into advantages for yourself. Um, I can say like for sure. We can get, you know, low key, you know, I'll say low key, light racial, whatever. So uh, I, I guess like probably like the most advantage, most obvious one for me would be like, okay, I'm an African-American in, in this society, whatever, which is like, of course, presents so many different disadvantages for myself based off of color. However, you know, what that has done for me it has forced me to figure out ways to get to get it, you know, get what I want to acquire in life via other means, not necessarily through society means. And so that uh-huh. has to me brought out a different type of person and it has increased and has, you know, helped elevate me to be the person that I am today. And so that's, that's one way I can say uh, for sure how, you know, disadvantages have helped me, you know, become a better person in general. So, um, Cass, you got any um, stories or uh, that can kind of support the theory of like, you know, not theory, but, you know, turning your disadvantages into an advantage. Well, yeah, I'll say, you know, like I always say that, um, you know, you need to pretty much go in and evaluate yourself because we all have strengths and we all have weaknesses and all that. So the whole starting point of this is, um, you know, recognizing what your strengths are, what you feel comfortable with, where you can uh, give and, and benefit others. You know what I'm saying? And then those areas where you need help and you're not as strong and where you fumble, you know, with the ball or whatever. So. Mm-hmm. Identifying that is is the first, you know, the main thing. And then from there, you can um, take the steps to see what you need to do to strengthen those areas that you're not as strong at. True. Uh, You know, whether it be, you know, reading books, um, YouTubing or whatever, but you need to. And it may be for most people, it's going to be a significant amount of things or whatever. So you want to attack, you know, small areas Mm -hmm. and then, you know move on to the next and climb and continue to get better that way. Mm-hmm. And while doing that, not letting your strengths fall off as well. You That's know? true. So it's like, it's a, it's a, a whole movement of improving yourself, getting better. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're getting, we get older every day. So we might as well learn, pick up new things, try things that, you know, that make us uncomfortable. And uh, so we can pretty much feel comfortable in those, the areas that we, lack and get nervous or or sway to the to the you know to the sideline or whatever but Mm -hmm. we want to be in the game get things done i'm using that uh (laughs) that example playing a sport or whatever you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying we want to be off the bench not have the have the pine you know in the tail or whatever yeah you want to be out there in the game playing and absolutely um, 
as far as an example for me, um, you know, um, sports and, you know, many making beats, uh, you know, learning to be a producer, uh, mm -hmm. and those things where I didn't have any experience whatsoever, but I dove into it. And then, like I said, I broke it down mm -hmm. and those areas, like I felt I was better at, at making drums, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So I started working on the melodies and not, not that my drums are like great or whatever, but that's where I was better. I had more strength there. So, mm -hmm. You know, I continue to build on that, but I start working on making melodies and learning the keys, learning the, you know, um, the octaves, how to switch octaves and, mm -hmm. and changing keys and all of that with the keyboard. And uh, so that, you know, that's a main thing um, that is, uh, you know, very important is going to those areas where you don't feel comfortable, mm -hmm. where you're lacking, and then doing things to strengthen it little by little. It's exactly. not going to happen overnight, you know. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad you brought up the, the analogy of, like, sports because I can just easily, you know, um, move into, like, working out in general. Like, so, like, with working out, you know, you know, with lifting weights and everything, you're not going to start with the heaviest dumbbell mm. ever, you know. You're going to start yeah. with a small dumbbell amount, and then you're going to slowly but surely build up your muscle to become stronger in that. And, and, you know, that's one of the best things about, Working out for sure, you got kind of see these different principles actually, you know, be proven. And so, yeah, I, I, I completely like like the fact that you brought the athletes, the athletic stuff, because I really do believe, like, yeah, if you're not good at something, um, the thing is just to work on it, you know, day by day, slowly but surely, build up your strength in it, and then, um, you know, then add that to your your repertoire of strength. And the thing is, like, yeah, for sure, you want to figure out what you're very strong at and then just focus on that for a long time and then really master it. That's one of the main things I also kind of got from this book. Not the the Damon Jones book, but, but this book, um, Six Months to Six Figures uh, by Peter Vuk. I think that's his name. But one of the things for sure that I got from the book was the fact that uh, the importance of mastering something and not just trying to just do everything at once. Like, for instance, some people may have the goal of reading 51 books in a year. I'd rather focus on reading 10 books over and over and really master those books and re really master the principles laid out in those books. Like, what I've been doing now, I've been, like, listening to um, that Peter Vug book. Like, I listened to it twice. I'm listening to that Damon Jones book. I'm listening to it multiple times. And also, I'm going to listen to Think and Grow Rich multiple times and really make that part of my DNA and really master it. And so... Once you get to a point that you master something, then you can move on and then then bring on other elements to it to help complement what you mastered. And so, yeah. Quick, quick thing, yeah. Uh, so what you said, man, E.T., he was saying, like, even um, before, like, a person moves on to, like, uh, even in one book, mm -hmm. move on to the next chapter, like, go over one chapter and really mastering, like, one chapter in some books will have, like, the world of a, uh, a, a great effect on a person. Mm -hmm. Um, just by really like digging into one chapter mm -hmm. because, you know, trying to read a book all the way through, we want to get it done by a certain amount of time or whatever. So mm -hmm. we may miss a lot, but if we just go over one chapter over and over again, that mm -hmm. can have a world of a difference, you know, that and, is true. You know, so. that's true. Kind of, you know, I think that we get, I'm not sure we can segue, if we want to segue this early into like, you know, being, having those focus moments where you focus on something like, uh, for a certain amount of time to make sure that you really get it or you really make sure that you um, really knock out something that you want to get knocked out to be more productive. But we could jump into that. 
Um, yeah, do you want to jump into that? Right yeah. yeah, go yeah. ahead, go ahead. Then we can probably jump back and forth between like you know disadvantages and 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 uh, also having being having those focus super hyper focused moments where you make sure you put all your attention to something and then make sure you get done and then move on to the next thing. Cause I know for sure that's what I've been doing with uh, my beats, like. Instead of me like just making like a whole bunch of different beat ideas and then jumping to like just basically me jumping from beat idea to different beat idea, I've been focused on all right. Let me take this one beat and just work on this beat and basically apply what I call the law the law of attrition, which is basically like me working on something over and over like over time and then to the point where it's finally nailed and then I you know I got where. It, I, I got it where I want it to be, and then we can move on. Instead of like me trying to make make different beats, um, um, uh, all all or like not all the time, but like just make beats before I actually complete them. Mm. And so, uh, one thing for sure, that's what actually what I did this week for sure when I was working on this beat. Uh, I think it took me like maybe over the course of like a day or two to really complete this beat, and that sounded like really fire. But you know, if this beat started out sounding like something totally different. It had this melody, and then I had some chorus to it, and I had some drums to it. It sounded like you know it was cool, but it wasn't great, whatever. But then, like the law of attrition, I just started to take out, you know, identify things I didn't like about the beat and subtract those, and then add some things that I liked about the beat, and just kept doing that process over and over to the point I got this final product that I really liked. Yeah. And so. Um. Yeah. So, how that tie? You know, that ties into like me being super focused on just knocking this one thing out, this one beat, focus on this one beat, and then moving on. That's kind of like quality or quantity. Is that exactly you know, which one? You know. Yeah. And because uh, quantity, you would take less time, and you just getting them done or whatever. Exactly. But quality it takes time to refine it and shape that sculpture. You know how, exactly. how you really want it. So exactly because I believe like. The thing is, if, you know, me keep doing this, like, if, if I keep doing it over, you know, a certain amount of time, I'm going to become skillful enough where I can do it faster and, and, and be more productive and more efficient whenever I do it. So I'd rather take the time now and just go through the learning curve, which I think um, people don't really identify or acknowledge that much, the, the learning curve of things. Sometimes we kind of start things, then if it doesn't go our way, we end up becoming, you know, uh, upset about it or and, and feel depleted, like, we have to understand that there's learning curves that we have yeah. to go through and you have to accept that learning curve and just rock with the learning curve to the point where you get to uh, super masterful level. So, you know, Timberland started out probably trash. Pharrell probably started out pretty trash. Quincy Jones probably didn't because he's a, he's a, fen- he's a phenom, but, but not, you know, but some, you know, like we all start out as trash, you know, at, at one point, but the thing is with focus and, and, and being, you know, masterful and, and, being uh, mindful of your time and being super hyper focused on things, you can really um, progress in, in, in a fast rate. And say. perception comes into that too, because if you're, if I mean, where's the fun in it? If you start out like, uh, you know, uh, like uh, Quincy Jones, or if you you start out great, mm-hmm. then what? Where's the fun in learning how to get better? And once you you know starting from the bottom and then reaching exactly you know the top or the middle or wherever, but that improvement, that gap from where you started to where you are, that's the the process of of uh what we fall in love with what we mm-hmm, exactly. what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? So that it's all about perception. You just try to have a a good perspective of it and positive about like, yeah, I that last beat sucked. Mm-hmm. Uh that last jump shot I took sucked. I didn't score no points in the last game mm-hmm. or whatever, but the next game I'm gonna do better. Exactly. So love the process and you know that um 
that'll make it all worth it when we get there because you will if you believe you will and, mm-hmm. and have that faith and you know have that mindset you will and you will see improvement but it's but if you are looking at it like oh this and that's what happens a lot of times when when uh, people fall short or stop mm-hmm. is they're like man you know I, that last beat sucked I'm done yeah man, exactly you know don't do it anymore so but the yeah. thing, like, to me, that that's the beauty, like, having, like, putting out trash, like, oh, that was, like, pretty trash. But now it's like, all right, time to get back to work. Let me go back into the lab and come up with something better. And the thing is, the main thing is, like, you're really only in competition with yourself you yeah. know, at the end of the day oh. or whatever. You just want to outdo yourself. And so the thing is, like, if you make the beat, the next beat, and you think it's fired in the previous beat, then you won. And so the thing is, yeah, you want to... Uh, never just get hung up on like one product and be like, all right, this product is terrible. Because everybody has making, everybody has made like terrible products. Like people don't um, remember. And I try to remember like a good, try to give a good example of like some trash products that uh, people have, have put out, but people don't really remember remember them like that. Like there's like some singles that your most popular artist has put out, and people had like, all right, that was kind of trash. And mm. kind of kept it moving, whatever it happens, it happens to everybody. The thing is, just to like over time, just keep putting out dope stuff over time, over time, and then you'll be good to go. So yeah, you you said something that it uh, made me think of Les Brown. What he said is like, you know, you got to stand up because you said, you know, you you're talking within yourself, you're uh, mm-hmm. battling with yourself, and he said to stand up within yourself. You know, when uh, the critic or when the negative saying, oh, you should stop because that, I mean, that was horrible. That sucked. Mm-hmm. You need to stop. You know, that mm-hmm. voice or whatever says, you can't do it. Get out of here whatever. Mm-hmm. So he says, stand up within yourself and silence that. Tell it to shut up, but stand up within yourself. Stand mm-hmm. up inside yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. no, I'm going to continue doing this. I'm going to make two beats a day now uh, to, because um, the disadvantage that i have so now to make it even better i'm gonna make two beats a day targeting towards mixing and mastering targeting towards the drums targeting towards whatever so uh you know that standing up within yourself that was like hey i dig that you know that resonated with me fire strong you know true 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 shout to les brown yeah um (laughs) actually while he was talking i thought about some examples like uh i think a good example would be like eminem no shade but eminem had a few projects they were kind of like, eh, you know, it's very encore, kind of, eh, you know, and uh, he had a few projects that were like, eh, oh, we gonna great. be on this next album now. He gonna <laughs> yeah, be he ain't gonna be mad, you know, he gonna create a mastermind <laughs> podcast. But even like before that, I mean, before that, I, there's that period of time like between when Dr. Dre was trying to figure it out, and I think he was just now starting out, he was just starting Aftermath, mm-hmm. and he released some type of compilation. I'm not sure oh, what yeah. it was, and that was kind of like, was it eh. keep the head ringing or no? It was. Something it was, it was something yeah. where he was like doing some tango, he was doing some tango dancing or something like that. <laughs> like, all right, what the hell is this, Dr. Dre? Whatever, but he came yeah. back with Chronic 2001. Yeah. That just proves the point. Like, don't get hung up on like you having like a bad product. You know, you can always do better. And the point is, is to always do better and focus on just like being better yourself. Um, but you know, let's go ahead and, and uh, you know, talk about, I guess, like more in a tangible way, I would say. About how we can like how you time box your day to make sure like you have like the hyper focus moments to make sure that you you know are efficient are more efficient and effective and like being productive and utilizing like 
work. Yeah, and it's like being present um, in in the now. Like that's how you get things done. If you're worried about the past, Mm -hmm. um, then you know. If you're not using that as a, a stepping stone or like uh, as motivation, then it's not it's not going to be good for you. If you're dwelling on it, then it can it can hurt you because mm-hmm. you could be standing still, not getting anything done, and you're stuck in the past, which doesn't exist anymore. True. But um, like uh, this cat, uh, I think it was Ed Milet. He said, you know, focus on the future while getting things done in the present. Mm-hmm. So you know the present. We should be focused and getting things done. And how you, we, we can manage time and do this better mm-hmm. is uh, he also said, uh, you know, make make it a six hour day of work instead of, you know, the long stretched out day and sprint within those six hour mm-hmm. days. Like get things done and, uh, you know, attack it in that six six hour period. Like in this six hour period, I'm going to work as hard as I can and get as much as I can get possibly mm-hmm. done. And how to break that down is you break it down the six hour period, you break that down even more. Mm -hmm. So you could do every hour like you could have an alarm on your clock or what on your phone or whatever to reflect on that hour that just passed. Did you get any? Did you get what you needed to get done Mm -hmm. in that hour? And then if not, then you need to work a little harder in this next hour Mm -hmm. and get as much as you can in that hour and then the next hour the same thing and you whatever works for you if it needs to be a two-hour period starting out then that or a three-hour period Mm -hmm. or a 30-minute period every 30 minutes Mm -hmm. you know whatever can help you stay in that moment more um you know and reflect and make sure you're getting things done because we can get lost in a day easily especially Mm -hmm. the stretched out days yeah, we we talk about tasking it out, writing things down, journaling it, and you know having a reflection of like every hour is a great thing mm-hmm. to uh, make sure you get things done and you're you know uh, productive throughout the day. Getting yeah. things done. I'm glad you said that because I actually tried the method of like doing the marathon thing. Like I would try to be like, all right, on this day I'm make do nothing but make beats. But the thing is, not it's not. It's not really uh, productive, really, because you know you're not really acknowledging that you're a human. Like, like you need to get go get some. You need to go get some fresh air. Like, yeah. uh, you need to go talk to people. You need to go like have these different experiences that will help actually bring about more inspiration for you to be creative. Like, I can't like just lock myself up in my room all week and just make beats, whatever. It's not, it's not productive because I can't like. It, there's been plenty of times where like. A good example, like the track that we collabed on uh, on the first uh, volume of "We Are All Gods" Volume One. Mm-hmm. Um, that track came about from when that from whenever I went to go see my grandmother when she was in this um, like this rehab facility, whatever. But like being touched, seeing her, like seeing you know her still having a smile on the face even though she was in those uh, conditions that she was in at the time. Now she's doing super fine. She's like all smiles at, at the parents' cribs. And so, uh, you see, but seeing her at that time, that that like did something to me and caused like inspiration. Where that later that night, I made these, I made this beat that was, you know, really the foundation of the beat that we we created uh, together. And so, like, yeah, I mean, you need to go live life, whatever. So with that, you need to make sure that you have like your super hyper focused work moments, and then so you have those, so you can have those super, so you can have those super. I had, my bad, I drunk coffee, so that's why I'm so jittery right now. <laughs> uh, it's important for you to have like those those concise moments of work, so you can also experience life that will help you know inspire you to do more work. And so it's all a cycle, yeah. for real. The thing is, like, you won't really know until you actually go through it and actually 
you know, just get into your rhythm or figure out what you like and what you don't like. But yeah, it's a cycle for sure. You can't just like work all day. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, that, that's it, man. I mean, it's pretty much uh, having better control over the day and not and, and time, just not letting it fly by, you know. Um, so the more we can be accountable um, of the time throughout the day, mm-hmm. the better, especially when we want to get things done and, uh, you know, um, achieve a goal, get that beat done, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, r- start writing, um uh, whatever it may be, you know. So um, we have more control than we um, realize, and mm-hmm. it's uh, it's all about being mindful and really com- committing. That's what I, you know. That, yeah, commitment after, is, is big. After the Thrive Thursday and the stuff, I, you know, I go back over them and look at them. It's like those type of things. I'm like, am I throughout the day? I'm like, am I committed to this? Mm-hmm. You know, because it's easy to. Uh, you know, be loose with it or, mm-hmm. you know, be passive, but n- no, are you committed? If you're committed, then get it done. And whatever uh, the outcome is, whatever, if it was a test or whatever, whatever score you get, then you can say you were committed. And that's, you know, that that's what came of it, you know. But if you're passive about it and you didn't, you know, really give your all to it, then that's like, it's kind of like a cop out, you know. Mm, so. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Commitment is super duper essential. Uh, it made me think about... um. When you're talking about like those, uh, like having those blocks of 30 minutes or an hour or so, it made me think about what I read or what, yeah, listened to like in the audio book um, by Damon Jones, the Rise and Grind one. He talked about how Obama had like time blocks of three to four minutes of like being effective. Like the thing is, you can go like big Ooh. or small. Like that's crazy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because that, that puts you in a mental mode like, all right, I have to get things done like now. You know what I'm saying? And, and I would say, focus you, make you focus. You can and, get a lot done. Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah. And so that's like one of the key takeaways I got from that book. So, yeah, man, just be mindful of your time. Uh, you know, the thing is, I'm going to try to do like increments like that, maybe 30 minute increments and just maybe keep going down and down and just be just super focused on being present in the now. Because that's one of the key elements, like you said before, you got to be present in the now to be able to pull these things off. And that's and what so, successful people do. They yeah. look at life and uh, break things down in a different way than the normal person that is just, you know, uh, going through the day, letting the day carry them. Exactly. That, that is taking control of the day. You know yeah, that's the main thing. Like, probably between the main difference between successful people and unsuccessful people. Successful people actually take control of their day, while unsuccessful people allow the day to take hold, take control of them. And so, um, we just leave it like that, man. That's a fire. We give them some. Yeah, we yeah, knock yeah. it out the park. Yeah, yeah, bow. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, with that said, uh, this has been the Creative Masterminds podcast, and yeah, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Kaz, go ahead and give out your social. Oh, oh, no, oh, no, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, remember? Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Of course, of course. We oh, yeah. we was uh, before before the podcast and filming. We uh, came up with the idea to put together a little EP, or uh, we'll go put together some music for y'all combined and uh, put some tracks out. Mm-hmm. So uh, y'all look forward to that. We going we got a project coming y'all. Yeah, way it's gonna be super fire. To coincide with the podcast. Yeah, I can't wait to get get started on that one. It's gonna be super fire. Most definitely. Oh man, you made me think about um, also something I got from the, the book um, Six Months to Six Figures about like the difference between successful people and unsuccessful people. He says successful people do things that um they don't do things based off of how they feel. That's one thing for sure. Like for instance, like a good example would be like 
uh, you know, how we have like these workout goals, right? And then like, all right, the day comes around where you say, all right, I'm going to go to the gym. But then you're like, I don't feel like going to the gym. Mm. Like if you, that type of person be like, I don't feel like going to the gym, you don't go, you're going to lose. Get them. So that's something that resonated with me that that forces me now, like, all right, like for instance, a good example would be like the um, the event we're gonna go to tonight. I I don't, I, ain't, I don't feel like going, but I should go, so I'm gonna go. Networking and all <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So, so yeah. the thing is, like, you want to be successful, do things that you uh, don't go, don't do things based off of how you feel. Do things that you know you should be doing. And so, yeah. and you can alter how you feel about it too. Like, yeah. It ain't easy, but you could do things that could alter, you know, like yeah. the working out, the reading something, listening to something, you know. So, yeah, don't go off of feelings or yeah, emotions. No. That, no, ain't, that ain't it. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, for my socials, you can find me on uh, Instagram at Shumbreeze. Also, you can find me on Twitter, OG Shumbreeze, Facebook, OG Shumbreeze, Shumbreeze.com, Shumbreeze on Spotify, Shumbreeze on all the digital streaming platforms, Shumbreeze on SoundCloud, The Creative Masterminds on SoundCloud, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Um, and yeah, man, on my page on Instagram, you're going to see a lot more different things because I'm just trying to right now brand myself yeah, and uh, just introduce people to what I like and the things that make me laugh and things that make that inspire me and, and stuff like that. So yeah, just stay tuned for some big things with the creative masterminds also with each other. So yeah, most definitely. And uh, for me, you, you know, it's your boy cast thrive. So uh, C A S underscore T H R I V E mm-hmm. on Instagram. Uh, also the boxing bell on Instagram and Facebook. And, uh, yeah, we got some stuff coming y'all way. So stay tuned. Appreciate y'all support. It's all love. For sure. And with that said, this has been the creative masterminds podcast, the 24th episode. Man, hey, it's, hey, it's, hey. It's really crazy how fast like these episodes just go. Like you just spread to, you just start the podcast and then like bow it's done it's crazy i just hit him with the fat albert hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey. yeah i thought about that okay <laughs> throwback some people it might go over some people's heads though you know what i'm saying that's the throwback i remember Youngest, right? yeah was it like uh i know was that there used to be a saturday morning cartoon was that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 fire yeah. Man. anyway as i as we go down memory lane <laughs> all right so yeah. yeah this has been the creative masterminds podcast and uh we are out of here peace out man holla holla yeah